Hello, and welcome to 8 Minutes to Ageless, the podcast committed to teaching you the minimalistic approach to becoming bold and not old. On this 20-minute weekly podcast, you will learn how to care for your body and mind while spending the bare minimum amount of time to be successful. I know that life is full, so full that we tend to put our own needs on the back burner and in some cases are simply too confused to figure out what to do, so we do nothing. This podcast is designed to help you leave regrets behind and start caring for yourself no matter your age so you can grow older and like it, and I might say even love it. My name is Dr. Kelly Pearson, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a practicing chiropractic physician and author of Eight Minutes to Ageless. Over the past 40 years, my patients have taught me so much about what not to do that I finally just had to get this book written and podcast started. But before we begin, I want to thank all of you who read my book and keep sending me inspiring comments that you're getting your life back. That makes all the difference and makes me smile. Well, good morning. This is Dr. Kelly back with you with another podcast. And today I'm really excited because while I don't have a lot of folks I interview, I'm sort of picky about that. I have somebody fabulous today to talk to. And and, um, Nan and I have... Um, known each other for several years. Thankfully, I began seeing her clinically. And then she took one of the courses related to my book. And from there, we kept sharing resources. And like, uh, like Nan, I, I, I love finding out really cool things that I can learn about effectively and add to my life that makes my life better, but it doesn't take four hours. <laughs> not, not that I'm lazy. I, I keep talking about how sometimes we make things too hard. So um, Nan, let me just ask you, uh, first of all, thank you for being here this morning. I know you've got a full day planned ahead. Um, talk a little bit about um, maybe what you do in, in terms of being a yoga therapist and how maybe you've uh, added some of the things that I've shared in my book with you. And, and, and then we can get to the meat of why I really asked you to speak today, because I have a secret agenda to expose my audience to some things you've just learned about. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Um, yeah, um, I am a yoga therapist, which amounts to being uh, like a yoga teacher with a master's degree. Plus, I am always learning new things and adding them into my practice, into my personal practice, and also into my clinical practice with my clients, who during this time of COVID has been mainly um, by Zoom, but I'm starting to see clients in person again. And What I love about working with Dr. Kelly is how we're both about healthy aging and that just because the clock is ticking doesn't mean you give up. And I've always loved working with seniors. They've been one of my passions for some time. And now I am a senior, I'm 70 years old and I'm still going strong and loving life and getting ready to travel to Scotland in a few weeks and just having a great time. So um, I, I love you- that. I love that, Nan, because like you say, you never give up. There's no reason we need to give up. The, the thing that keeps us from moving forward is just not knowing how. 
And mm -hmm. um, certainly uh, yoga is one fabulous pathway. And um, one of the reasons I wrote my book is it talks about the simplest ways to begin moving. And what happens is when people start to move simply using some of the stretches for muscles and ligaments, then all of a sudden they're like, hey, I might, I might try yoga. Whereas before that bridge was too far, you know, they wouldn't have known to even ask the question. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so thank you for being that 70 year old that just keeps getting better. That's fabulous. Um, Nan and I have shared resources. Um, and, and while the topic of this podcast is not about breathing, she turned me on to some really great uh, books and experts in the field of uh, breathing. And uh, this would be a good podcast for another day, but the value of learning how to breathe through your nose at night for a multitude of reasons, um, you sleep better, you become healthier, your arteries become healthier. And so she, that might be a teaser for later on, Nan, but um, I'm so thankful. Yes, yes. <laughs> turn me on to that because you've taken uh, very lengthy workshops in addition to the books you've shared with me. So you're kind of an expert in that field as well. More on that to come. We have done some podcasts on the proper physiology of breathing. And, you know, that, ladies and gentlemen, is free in terms of what you, <laughs> you know, you don't have to pay extra for uh, more oxygen, which is even better. Um, but but the real reason uh, she she inspired me this to bring her on this morning was a conversation we were having around releasing some weight I saw her this week and I could tell her body was shifted I said and I've known her for a while so it's really cool when you see shifts in 70 year old bodies because let's face it we tend to to stay in in a place for a long period of time I said so what's what are you doing differently so that's what I, I really wanted her to share today so you can go ahead and maybe talk about your past and and this program okay so um yeah, I'm one of those people that um, while I love movement, I also can be a bit of a couch potato. And if I don't move um, and if I don't watch my diet, I can turn into just a big round ball. So, <laughs> and I'm short and I'm short. So there's not a lot of places for it to go. I'm only five foot three, but I've, I've tried other things in the past. Um, I, I, you know, successfully lost like about 30 pounds on Weight Watchers many years ago. But, and I tried it again about 20 years ago, but I just, it, it didn't, it didn't really work for me. And I know about good nutrition and I know a lot about good food. I'm also pre-diabetic. So I've been working uh, with my diet and with my uh, internist in doing some different things. But I, about two months ago, I decided to try the Noom program. And, and that's spelled N-O-O-M. Exactly. And what is different for me about Noom is that it really connects the, the psychology with, you know, so your science is a part of what makes us tick, what makes our brain tick, what makes our body tick, all of those different things. And it, you know, in the last two months, there isn't a big movement on the scale but I feel very differently. It's easier to access my core muscles. My forward bends feel different. My back, it feels better. Just, uh, 
you know, everything feels a little bit better. I think and, you, you mentioned too, there was things in your closets like, oh, wow. Yeah. I can wear this again. Yes. And that's, that's kind of nice, you know, because I'm trying to live more simply and, you know, shop my closet, you know, rather than going out and buying more clothes. So, <laughs> which, you know, can be fun, but is not a great habit, you know, for many different reasons. So, but yeah, I found that Noom just ticks the boxes for me. You're eating, you're encouraged. You can eat anything that you want. Nothing is forbidden, but, you know, looking at your foods and seeing what is calorically dense, you know, um, there's a difference between eating a cup of celery and a cup of cheese, you know, yeah. so, you know, kind of looking at those things, but also looking at what are your triggers for eating, you know, social triggers, um, emotional triggers. I know I'm an emotional eater, you know, if I'm bored, if I'm lonely, <laughs> if I'm watching TV, you know, I might want to eat, but then I'll stop and I'll think, wait, am I hungry? No, I'm not really hungry. Why don't you just, um, you know, have a piece of fruit and drink some water and everything's good. So it has, it is slowly but surely shifting my thinking and the way that I deal with day-to-day -day stuff. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's not hard. It's interesting. It, um, it, it's kind of just waking up to wait. I'm, I'm connecting TV with mm -hmm. something in my mouth. I'm not really hungry, but maybe what I want to do, like for me, I go to a cup of hot tea with a bit of honey. That's like such mm -hmm. a happy place. I like the shape of the cup. I like the yes. even in the summer, sometimes I'll do that just because it sates me. And then I feel like I'm taking care of myself, but you know, not, not being um, sad. Cause I can't eat that, that cookie. Cause I've chosen not to eat the cookie, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Uh, you yeah. said something powerful too. Um, you know, we're all, we're all triggered emotionally. And when I, I, I laugh about this, I used to be addicted to these frozen gluten-free chocolate chip cookies at um, a local, local health food store. And I mean, I start thinking about it and I mean, I would drive five miles out of my way to go to that, <laughs> go to that store and open that door in the freezer section and pull out that cookie that was, you know, probably 500 calories and but gosh, it was healthy. It was organic. It was gluten-free, you know, but my, my point is once my little brain got knocked onto that, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. And yes. um, then you get aware and you say, what are you doing, Kelly? Calm down, you know, go home and have a piece of fruit or celery with hummus or, you know, something like that. But it, the point is we get unconsciously connected right to these triggers, don't we? Exactly. Yeah. And recognizing that. You know, so, and, you know, with my, my yoga practice, it's much more than asana. There's, there's a huge component, component of mindfulness and eating mindfully. I mean, think about it. How often are we multitasking when we eat, you know, we're reading something, we're listening to something, but how often are we just sitting and enjoying our food? Or if we're in company, having a conversation with someone, mm -hmm. you know, not having your phone there, 
<laughs> whatever. So, yeah. So that's a lovely thing to practice as well. It sounds a little bit like you're learning to, um, you know, in the world of mindfulness meditation, that you're becoming not just aware, but mindful at another level and, and to kind of tie it into some of your deeper yearnings in life to be your best. Um, I want to, I want to mention, I really appreciate the fact that you said that no food is forbidden because doggone it, when we're told we can't have something, we want it. Um, yes. So nice. They set it up that way. And um, I wondered, man, you mentioned it was fairly cost effective. Can you just uh, tell people how to access this program and maybe what their initial their initial price might be? Yeah, well, if you are on the internet at all, it's so easy. You just, you can type in Noom and things will pop up and you can read reviews from other people. Um, and, you know, that's valuable, but really they gave me a, a wonderful introductory offer. And I think it was about $150 for like three months worth and you know they said what's your motivation and it was like well to get healthier but also as I drop weight to be less dependent on um, the drugs that I've been taking for type 2 diabetes and so I had motivation you know for that I had a goal of trying to lose some more weight so that I can you know move easier so that my joints feel better so I had a lot of motivation and everything just clicked and came together and it's easy it's just you know it being mindful about logging stuff you know and it's easy on my phone my phone is usually somewhere handy I log my meals I log my weight I check in with the lesson for the day I'm just charting my way along and I can feel and see and um, and my family feels and sees the difference as well so yeah. it's yeah and, and likely um all your friends do as well and they're like hey, yes hey if you can make a change at 70 what the heck why yeah why, why could i not and you know it, it's not about being a certain size it's about being ability to having the ability to function and use your body in its entirety without a limitation you know and uh, exactly yes I, I love 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 that you mentioned that um you're going to be able to mitigate some of your diabetic medication and some people out there listening to us man might say oh you can't eat yourself out of diabetes but we certainly know that it is absolutely possible to eat yourself out of type 2 diabetes type 1 yeah. is different because it's a congenital challenge but type 2 my gosh every every week every, every every other week at least i hear patients reducing their dosing as they start to improve their food so yay you know opening that yeah possibility. yeah so yeah. um I know you're doing some work online from time to time or with Zoom. Uh, how can my, my listeners reach out to you if they want to pursue maybe some yoga therapy down the road? Well, unfortunately, my website seems to be down, so I'm working on getting that back up. Um, but uh, they can reach me um, through my email, which is yogawithnan at gmail.com. Okay. So that's that's the easiest way right now. Okay. Well, I'll put that in the show notes so people can have that reference. But um, I, I personally can't thank you enough for your time. I know your day is full. 
And our whole goal in life is to spend a little bit of time each day honoring this fabulous thing we get to carry around called the human body and to make sure that we're living our life all the way up until the day we die, as opposed yes. to start dying years before we actually close our eyes for the last time. Yes. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, you know, a 70-year-old yoga therapist who continues to get better and smarter every day, I hope is an inspiration to you. And you don't have to fall apart. You don't have to accept some of the tragic diagnoses that um, maybe we get rendered from time to time. Just... Um, honor this magic body that we own so thank you nan anything that you want to say in as, as you close or are you good no i'm just really happy to be connected with dr kelly she's always been an inspiration to me and when i go in for an adjustment it's more than just an adjustment it's my little check-in time and we kind of spark ideas off of each other and i love how she supports um, people of all ages, but especially the senior community. So, yes, and it's, it's, it's growing better as we age and that's huge. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you, um, I'm, I'm just a month away from my Medicare moment. And so I'm, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we got to take care of each other, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, you have yeah. a blessed day and thank you so much for your time. Of course. Thank you, Kelly. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Happy to be here. In keeping with my minimalistic approach to life, I keep this podcast short and only add the most critical points, not adding fluff. So for today, we're done, but I hope you will do a few minutes of the good stuff we talked about. If you have not picked up the book, you can get it on Amazon. The website, 8minutestoageless.org, will have the show notes and any videos that I mentioned on this podcast. I thank you for spending your precious 20 minutes with me. And as always, you can reach out and contact me via the website. Remember, one day at a time, you are getting bolder and not older. I look forward to seeing you next week.